0: And welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week of study in the book of Genesis. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies four chapters of Genesis For four days each week, listening to the word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the word to your life. On day one, we let the word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head, and just listen to the word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you. What wowed you? And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, we may have life in his name. Amen. Genesis chapters 25 through 28. Abraham had taken another wife. Her name was Keturah. She bore Zimron, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua for him. Jokshan became the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, Letushites, And Lemuites. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanok, Abida, and Elda. All these were the descendants of Keturah. Abraham left all that he had to Isaac. To the sons of his concubines, Abraham gave gifts, and during his lifetime, he sent them away from Isaac, his son, to the territory that lay to the east. The total days and years of Abraham's life were 175 years. Abraham breathed his last, and died at a good old age, an old man who lived a full life, and he was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is near Mamre. This was the field that Abraham had purchased from the descendants of Heth. Abraham was buried there with Sarah, his wife. After the death of Abraham, God blessed Isaac, his son. Isaac lived near 'er Be'er-Lahai-Roi. Now this is the account about the development of the family line of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's maid, had borne to Abraham. The following are the names of the sons of Ishmael and the tribes that came from them arranged in the order of their birth. The firstborn of Ishmael was Nebaioth. Then came Kedar, Adbeel, Mibsam, Mishmah, Dumah, Masah, Hadad, Tema, Jetur, Naphish, and Kedemah. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael, arranged by their settlements and by their camps. They were twelve chiefs, each with his own tribe. The total years of the life of Ishmael were 137 years. When he breathed his last and died, he was gathered to his people. His people lived between Havilah and Shur, east of Egypt, as you go towards Ashur. He lived in hostility towards all of his relatives. This is the account about the development of the family of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, who was the daughter of Bethuel, an Aramean from Padan Aram, and the sister of Laban the Aramean, to be his wife. Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. The Lord answered his prayer, and Rebekah his wife conceived. The children fought with each other inside her. She said, What is this? Why is this happening to me? She went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples will be separated from your body. The one people will be stronger than the other people. The elder will serve the younger. When it was time for her to give birth, it was true. There were twins in her womb. The first came out red all over like a hairy garment. They named him Esau. After that, his brother came out with his hand grabbing Esau's heel. So he was named Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she gave birth to them. The boys grew up. Esau was a skillful hunter, an outdoorsman, Jacob was a quiet man who stayed home among the tents. Now Isaac loved Esau more because he ate Esau's wild game. Rebekah loved Jacob. Once Jacob was cooking stew and Esau came in from the field and he was starving. Esau said to Jacob, Come on, let me eat some of that red stew, that red stew there, because I am starving. That is why Esau was also called Edom. Jacob said, First, sell me your right as the firstborn. Esau said, Look, I am about to die. What good is the birthright to me? Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Jacob gave Esau bread and a stew made of lentils. Esau ate and drank and got up and went on his way. So Esau treated his birthright as if it was worthless. There was a famine in the land, besides the first famine that had occurred during the days of Abraham. Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, at Gerar. The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down into Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Live in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your descendants, I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your descendants like the stars of the sky, and will give all these lands to your descendants. In your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my requirements, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Isaac lived in Gerar. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister. He was afraid to say, She is my wife, because he thought the men of this place might kill me for Rebekah, since she is beautiful. When he had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, happened to look out a window and there was Isaac caressing Rebekah, his wife. Abimelech called Isaac and said, It is obvious that she is your wife, so why did you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I thought if I do not, I will die because of her. Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might easily have slept with your wife, and you would have brought guilt on us. Abimelech gave this command to all the people. Whoever touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Isaac planted grain in that land, and in the same year he reaped one hundred times as much as he had sown, because the Lord blessed him. The man kept growing wealthier and wealthier until he became very great. He possessed flocks and herds and a large household, so the Philistines were envious of him. Now the Philistines had blocked all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. Abimelech said to Isaac, Move away from us, for you are much more powerful than we are. So Isaac departed from there, camped in the valley of Gerar, and lived there. Isaac dug again the wells that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father because the Philistines had blocked them after the death of Abraham. He gave them the same names that his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley along the stream bed and found a well there that provided a steady flow of water. But the herdsmen of Gerar started a dispute with Isaac's herdsmen. They said, the water belongs to us. He named the well Isaac because they argued with him. They dug another well, but they started a dispute over that one also. He named it Sitna. He left that place and dug another well. They did not start a dispute over that one, so he called it Rehoboth. He said, Now the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. He traveled from there to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Do not be afraid, for I am with you, and I will bless you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. He built an altar there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. He pitched his tent there. Isaac's servants dug a well there. Then Abimelech came from Gerar with Ahuzah his advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his army. Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, since you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, Let there now be an oath between us, yes, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you, that you will do us no harm, since we have not touched you, and since we have done nothing but good for you, and we have sent you away in peace. Now you are blessed by the Lord. He made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. They got up the next morning and exchanged their oaths. Isaac sent them on their way, and they departed from him peacefully. It so happened that on the same day, Isaac's servants came and told him about a well that they had dug. They said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba, Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he took two wives, Judith, the daughter of Beeri the Hittite, and Basmuth, the daughter of Elan the Hittite. They were a source of bitterness for Isaac and Rebekah. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could hardly see, he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son? He said to him, I am here. Isaac said, Look, I am very old, and I do not know when I am going to die. So please take your gear, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the open country and get some wild game for me. Make me tasty food, the kind I love, and bring it to me, so that I may eat and I may bless you with all my soul before I die. Rebekah had been listening when Isaac spoke to Esau his son. After Esau went to the open country to hunt for game and to bring it back, Rebekah spoke to Jacob her son and said, Listen, I heard your father speak to Esau your brother and tell him, Bring me some wild game and make tasty food for me, that I may eat and give you a blessing from the Lord before my death. Therefore, my son, obey my voice and do what I am commanding you. Go now to the flock and get me two of the best young goats. I will make them into tasty food for your father, the kind he loves. You will bring it to your father so that he can eat it and bless you before his death. Jacob said to his mother, Rebekah, But Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and my skin is smooth. What if my father touches me? I will be exposed to him as a deceiver, and I will bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Just obey my voice and go get them for me. He went and got them and brought them to his mother. His mother made tasty food the kind his father loved. Rebekah took the good clothing of Esau, her older son, which was with her in the house, and put it on Jacob, her younger son. She put the skins of the young goats on his hands and forearms and on the smooth part of his neck. She put the tasty food and the bread that she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. He came to his father and said, My father? He said, I am here. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done what you asked me to do. Please get up and sit here and eat some of my wild game, so that you may bless me with all your soul. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? He said, Because the Lord your God gave me success. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near, so that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. Jacob went close to Isaac his father, who felt him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him, Because his hands were hairy, like his brother Esau's hands. That was why he blessed him. But he asked again, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. He said, Bring it to me, and I will eat some of my son's wild game, so that I may bless you. Jacob brought it to him, and he ate. He brought him wine, and he drank. His father Isaac said to him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. He came near and kissed him. He smelled his clothing, so he blessed him and said, Yes, the smell of my son is the smell of the open field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you the dew from the sky, the richness of the earth, and plenty of grain and new wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had just gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also prepared tasty food and brought it to his father. He said to his father, Let my father get up and eat his son's wild game, so that you may bless me with all your soul. Isaac, his father, said to him, Who are you? He said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently and said, Then who was it that hunted wild game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and yes, he will be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he let out a very loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me. Me too, my father. He said, Your brother came deceitfully and has taken away your blessing. Esau said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? For he has tripped me up these two times. He took away my birthright, and now he has taken away my blessing. He also asked, Haven't you reserved a blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, You see, I have made him your lord, and I have given all of his brothers to him as servants. I have sustained him with grain and new wine. So what can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me too, my father. And Esau wept loudly. Isaac his father answered him, Know this, your dwelling will be away from the richness of the earth and away from the dew from the sky above. By your sword you will live, but you will serve your brother. Then when you break loose, you will shake his yoke off your neck. Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. The words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. She sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Listen, your brother Esau is consoling himself in regard to you by planning to kill you. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice. Get up, flee to Laban, my brother, in Haran. Stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away. Until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what what you have done to him. Then I will send for you and get you. From there, why should I be deprived of both of you in one day? Rebekah said to Isaac, I am tired of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife from the daughters of Heth, these daughters of the land, what good will my life do me? So Isaac called Jacob, blessed him, and commanded him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Get up, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father. Take a wife from there, from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may become a community of peoples. May he give you and your descendants along with you the blessing he gave to Abraham, so that you may inherit the land where you have been living as an alien, the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away. He went to Padan Aram, to Laban, the son of Bethuel, the Aramean. Laban was the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau observed that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Aram to take a wife from there, and that as he blessed him, he had commanded him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. When he saw that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padan Aram, Esau realized that the daughters of Canaan did not please Isaac, his father. So Esau went to Ishmael, and he took Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Neboioth, to be his wife, in addition to the wives that he already had. Jacob set out from Beersheba and traveled towards Haran. He came to a certain place and decided to spend the night there, because the sun had set. He took one of the stones from that place, put it under his head, and lay down to sleep in that place. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway set up on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. There were angels of God ascending and descending on it. There at the top stood the Lord, who said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. The land on which you are lying I give to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. In you and in your seed, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Now I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back again into this land. Indeed, I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised to you. Jacob woke up from his sleep, and he said, Certainly the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid, and he said, How awe-inspiring is this place! This is nothing other than the house of God, and this is the gate to heaven. Jacob got up early in the morning. He took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a sacred memorial stone and poured oil on top of it. He named that place Bethel. Before this, the name of the city had been Luz. Jacob took a vow. If God will be with me to keep me safe on this journey that I am making, and if he gives me food to eat and clothing to put on, and I come back to my father's house in safety, the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a memorial stone will be God's house. And I will certainly give you a tenth of everything that you give me. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W E L S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity, Lime Ridge, and and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.